Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, October 28th, 2022. This is Season 2, Episode number 43 of our show. 43 is a great number, by the way. I think it's my favorite number. I like the look of 43. I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, that one of the saving graces for the fact that I kind of misnumbered the episodes from the beginning to get into the numerology of this. Like, I kind of wish I had just numbered them one through whatever from the beginning and never mind the season one, season two business is that season one was 2021. Season two is 2023. Season three will be 2023. It goes like that, like the ones place in the year matches the ones place of the season. And like presumably that that would be true forever if I keep this going. I've got the same thing going on, what my child does that uh, you know, he was in first grade the year that ended with one. He was in second grade the year that ended with two. Like this year, he's in third grade. This will be the year that ends with three. Now that kind of ends when he goes into like tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. And welcome, welcome to the program. You know, it's funny that I guess this sort of started off with math. At least we were talking about numbers that. The amount of time it takes to get off topic is like zero. It you know it doesn't even have to start with the regular topic. I say today's date, and already we're off topic. It makes me think of something else. Several exciting things going on this weekend. Well, two anyway, but they're really good. One is Halloween weekend. Yeah, we're calling it a whole weekend now. You got Halloween on a Monday. Well, yeah, that's straight wraparound holiday. You're, you're starting that on Friday, certainly. Um, and it's going through the weekend, crossing over into Monday, extending over Tuesday. More on that in a moment. And of course, you have World Series. World Series game one. It's tonight. It's on. Wasn't necessarily the teams I wanted in or that Fox Studio executives or Major League Baseball executives wanted in. I'm always thinking that because, like, I'm not fooled anymore by the, the the fact that it's it's a game or thinking about it as a game. It's it's a TV show and it, it's a business. It's a product that um, you know the, the business owners are putting out. I get it, trying to make money. This isn't necessarily one you wanted, but will be a compelling series. And two teams, not only that are really good, but are really hot right now. More on that in a moment. I mean, talk about something that wraps around the weekend through next week. I could easily look this up, but I can't remember the last time a World Series started on a Friday. I mean, who knows? Maybe it did last year or the year before. But it seemed to me that that's unusual. You know, the 40 World Series that I've watched, it's uh, unusual that it would start on a weekend and it's going to end on a weekend, too. Well, if it goes, uh, I guess, six or seven games, it'll go on to next weekend. That's what they figure on. I think they count on that. Friday night's usually a weeknight, a week, W-E-A-K, week night to put something on TV. 
People are doing better things on Friday nights than sitting home watching a television set. Guys who used to be something of a rover. Uh, but, I mean, if, if that's the way they can sell their product, I mean, they, they've got guys who are t- smarter than I am and who study this stuff more than I do, figuring out, nope, this, this is the way for us to maximize revenue. Okay, and if it's game time is 8.03, not 8 o'clock, 8.03. If you look at the first pitch time, 8.03 p.m. for every game. I think that's 7.03 in Houston and a legit 8.03 in Philadelphia. So first on the subject of Halloween, I say it's uh, wrapping around the, the weekend. Uh, like my son's school is doing their Halloween celebration today. We've got outside of school parties going on this weekend, like, you know, your local community center or your your HOA or whoever's putting on the events, like they've got things going on this weekend or like, the, you know, every shopping center in town has some kind of outdoor fall slash Halloween festival going on. That's every community in America. That's this weekend. And then Monday is the real Halloween, which is strangely enough an, an unorthodox day off for students in my school district like teachers got to go in the work but i'll tell you it's a lot easier without the students there like that's that's no secret i don't there's no hush tones on that one your job is a lot easier when your clients aren't there anyway uh so if if teachers got to go to work and like presumably all the other parents got to go to work too like wherever you're dropping your kids off like some kind of school-age daycare well, they better put something together on Monday, the Halloween special, um, special drop-off day, because it's the real Halloween. Then you got trick-or-treating, and then Tuesday is another one of those quote-unquote uh, student holidays. So I got to show up to work, but um, and like like all other adults do, kids can uh, sleep off sleep off their uh, candy overindulgence. Uh, more on that in a moment. <laughs> That's the theme of today's program. I'll squeeze it all in 15 minutes. Don't worry. I, I'll i be honest. I'll be honest. I'm not I'm not the biggest ha- Halloween fan. I know. It's like sacrilege. Because it's one of those fun, non-religious holidays. Like, it should be right up my alley. No. It, the two things about Halloween. Like, I don't like scary. Like, not at all. Zero. Zero interest in this. Um... I don't watch horror movies. It was a, an ironic twist of fate that a, my first date I went on with my future wife was to a horror movie. That would be The Stranger, um, 2008. Leah suggested it, and I was like, this person I don't know, who, who is this person suggesting that this movie is weird? Anyway, it worked out. It worked out for us. That was weird. My tape stopped there for a second. That that was not an edit. By the way, there's never an edit on this program. If something ever blips or stops like that, or maybe it could have been slim, seamless, and what I'm saying now makes absolutely no sense. That was um, that was not me. We never do an edit on this show. Like I don't think I've ever even restarted the show. But like if I ever if I screw up like in the first thirty seconds, yeah, I'll redo it. But once you get past about thirty seconds. There's no sense in going back. Like, we're already more than halfway here. I'm not going back now. 
So don't like scary, don't like the horror genre at all. Not interested in it. And uh, by the way, it did work out with me and my wife, even though we went to a movie I didn't like on our first date. And the other is that Halloween candy, I don't like I don't like candy. I don't like candy. I love candy way too much and I always eat too much of it. And then it's not like when you're a kid. Jerry Seinfeld is a great bit about this. Like when you're a kid, you can eat the, you know, the giant punch bowl full of candy, wake up the next day, feel fantastic. As an adult, it's like, oh my God, I, I, I ate two uh, Snickers bars. Now I, I can't function for the next 48 hours. Yeah, it, it's like that. So it's like, I, I like it too much. Tough to stop. Um, I mean, there are worse habits to have than candy. Like you, you can be hooked on other things. Um, but nah, I'd rather just yeah, keep the candy away from me. Like, nope, 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 don't need it. Don't need it in the house. Don't need it anywhere. Give it away. Um, of course, like lucky for me, stores aren't even selling Halloween candy anymore. I mean, it's uh, it's Christmas everywhere you go now. Um, Christmas ornaments and, and decorations are up in stores. Or uh, a couple stores have seen they got St. Patrick's Day stuff up. I, I saw an Easter display up too. I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, but the, it, as you know, it goes up earlier and earlier every year. And now there are still candy sales out there. As, as a young man, I used to make it a point to go around stores on November 1st, and pick up, you know, 50% off uh, Halloween merchandise. You can also walk around the neighborhoods to like kids drop candy all over the place. Like that was, that was a gold mine for me, like several years in a row, like walking around in the morning of November 1st, like walking with my son to school. Like, oh, it's just a trail of candy. It's like the breadcrumbs from Hansel and Gretel. Like, candy, kids dropping their candies, get more free candy that way. As though I didn't get enough of it the previous day. As I close the book on Halloween, I'm starting to think of a transition here. Like, the last time I remember a Halloween slash World Series day, this was... It, 2001, I mean, the, the game, the, the Derek Jeter, Mr. November game, that, that started on Halloween. It was, that was 2001. One of the most heartbreaking series I ever saw. It was right after September 11th. Everyone wants the Yankees to win that year to give New York a, a boost. They won games three, four, and five in New York in dramatic fashion and then ran into the, the duo, the team, the tandem of Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. Ah, so nightmares about those guys pitching for the Diamondbacks in 2001. I, and ironically, you know, Schilling would come back with the Red Sox to do with the Yankees again, and then Johnson played for the Yankees. Um, but it, these guys were, were the great pitching tandem of the early 2000s for the Diamondbacks. And now we have our own Schilling and Johnson uh, duo, the Verlander-Valdez duo. Now, I wrote about this on the blog, too, that those guys are, for the Astros, they're like the, the Koufax and Drysdale of an, of an earlier era, or the uh, going back even further, like the 1940s Boston Braves, you got Warren Spahn and Johnny Sane. That was the Spahn and Sane and Pray for Rain. Like, you have two really good pitchers. You want them going every game, but Astros have that now. And uh, it's funny that on the 
blog. And then on for this show too, like I kept thinking that like, oh, it's going to be farther and farther into the week that I'm going to record this. Because even after, after the Yankees lost a couple games in the LCS, I'm like, well, they, they can come back. Once we get Verlander and Valdez out of the way, uh, we, can, we can take it to their other pitchers, who are still good, by the way. Astro's got a great staff. That, um, that just didn't work out. The first two games were close, and then the, the game with Garrett Cole, that was the only one that was really like a blowout. And then I uh, lost sort of a heartbreaking game four and ended end up getting swept. But I never lost faith. They're like, oh, they'll come back. They'll come back. And I kept thinking, I'm going to have to do the podcast later and later in the week. Like, no. It was all nice and tidy, wrapped up on Sunday night. And like World Series was set full five days before it was actually set to begin. And uh, if you're wondering, I I guess I'm rooting for Philadelphia. I mean, as, uh, I was a fan of Bryce Harper for a long time. And then as he goes to Philadelphia, now the Bryce Harper in Philadelphia story, I mean, it, he wasn't, you know, he's not Babe Ruth, right? But if you look at his just three full seasons, like let's not even count 2020, three full seasons, he's got an, M- an MVP award and a World Series appearance. Last Sunday's home run uh, near the end of game, I guess that would have been game five of the NLCS uh, one of the most famous hits in Philadelphia sports history. I guess that's going to go down. He's going to be immortalized as a Philly. And, I mean, the only reason I would root for Houston, you know, I mentioned this last year too, like I, I'd want Dusty Baker to get a World Series win as a manager. Um, but Astros, never, never mind even the cheating scandal. They, they, this is their fourth World Series in six years. Um, yeah, they won one. But it's like, eh, new talent needs encouragement. Maybe the Phillies can pull one out here. Who haven't won since uh, 2008. Which was uh, the year I started teaching. It sounds so long <laughs> Sounds so long ago when my students say, oh, that was, that was before I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to twist the knife a little bit there, a little bit more. So, Philly and Houston tonight. And uh, it, it'll be a good series. Like, every World Series is good. And the one where I don't really have a dog in the fight, well, maybe it's going to be more enjoyable anyway. Like, I'm going to like it either way. But I guess it's like 60-40, rooting for Philadelphia. And, like, if if you were going to ask me, like, who do you think's going to win? Eh. Probably 60-40 the other way. So it'll be interesting if Philly wins We can talk about it next week. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy your Halloween weekend and your World Series week. And in the interim, you can go to MikeOConnellJr.com for more information to contact. Well, I did MikeOConnellJr.com.